pick it. She lays it off. Teresa Polaris. It's an absolute peach. Is driving. What a hit from Melina Reyes. Wow. And Sam Kerr has a hat trick. And welcome back. You know what? We, we just spoke to Mel Sorrento. Great, great interview. Really enjoyed catching up with her. But it's not fair to hear. You just liked her because she appreciated your mu- taste in music. Absolutely that's the main reason. I'm selfish like that. I'm that's an okay. egomaniac and I no, appreciate right. that. But um, it's not fair to go into a grand final weekend to talk to only one side of the draw. No, Get have both sides of the You've coin. You've got to have both sides of the coin. So we said, who's a great player that we could pick? Who's a great player is going to be available? And you know who, who answered the call like Batman signal? <laughs> Paige Joyce. Paige, how are you? And uh, thank you for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really good, thanks. It's, it's, it's good. Now, Paige, you're heading into the grand final. You, last time you were in a grand final, uh, your side was in the grand final, lifted a trophy. It was nice. Yeah, it didn't end too badly. It didn't end too did badly. It, yeah. You know, got a medal out of it, celebrations all around. How are you feeling heading into this grand final? Oh, I'm so excited. Obviously, lifting the trophy with Melbourne Victory was absolutely unreal. And I've got a bit of a taste for it. So now I just really want to be able to do that on the weekend. I'm really excited um, to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, and this has just been like a a whirlwind last few months for you as well. Obviously, playing in the NPLW, making it through to the NPLW Grand Final. Also being the Under-20 Women's World Cup as well. I mean, have you had a chance to, to take a breath in the last couple of months? It's been – I'm tired just thinking about Honestly. the list of things you've had to do over that stretch. <laughs> Everything's kind of come, like, really, really fast. But um, I can't complain. I've honestly had the most amazing time. I've been learning um, so much and just kind of gaining experiences. So, um, yeah, like I said, it came really fast. But I'm just so glad that I've been able to do everything and um, really kind of happy with where I am at the moment. Yeah. What was it like heading to that uh, the under twenties uh, World Cup was, and you know, getting back and then having to get back into the MPLW season again? What was that all like for you? Um, well, firstly, like playing in a youth World Cup was incredible. Um, we played against um, some pretty crazy opposition, so being able to be up against the kind of world's best, I guess, was um, really eye opening, and it taught me so much. And then I guess coming back into MPL, I'm just trying to, I'm just kind of trying to bring everything that I've learned back into it. Um, and obviously, like having to adjust back to my team. Like I was away for a very long time, so I'm um, getting back into the rhythm of things with them. Took a while, but I think we've really kind of gelled now, and um, we're ready to go. And my lucky you go. Yeah, I mean it's. Like I said, I'm tired just hearing about the list of things that you've had to do. You, you said you took it like obviously some big learnings against playing against the kind of teams you did in that World Cup. What do you think was the sort of fundamental takeaway from that experience? Because you are playing, you know, some some prominent countries. You guys got a, a win on the world stage as well, which is is massive. What was the the biggest takeaway from from that sort of journey through Costa Rica? Um, I'd say that. Um, getting the win against Costa Rica in front of, I think it was maybe 25,000 people, um, just kind of instilled the belief in um, me personally and then like Australia as a team that um, we definitely have the quality and we are good enough. Um, So I think that was pretty incredible. And then um, I think when we played against Brazil and Spain, we definitely held our own and we gave it a really good, shot and we looked good in moments so 
Um, I think really just playing in that World Cup and giving it a real good crack and putting in some pretty solid performances pretty much just instilled that um, we have some really good players up and coming and um, the development is there. And it was a, a crowd of 25,000, as you said, but a, a large portion of that crowd would have been, you know, in support of, of the home side and understandably so. So those are difficult conditions and you guys managed it well. See, one thing Pakura and I appreciate about your game in the MPLW is you, you, you don't mind a shot, uh, a shot from distance, a shot from range. <laughs> I love not, not afraid range of that shot. sort of thing. So to that end, you, you must have been... Uh, were you uh, slightly jealous when uh, when the Costa Rica when Alex Pinnell scored that outrageous free kick from such a long way away? <laughs> Even though you got the last laugh, you would have been like, "Damn, that's, that's yeah." Pretty when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, go her!" Like that was pretty incredible. <laughs> but obviously, like it really stung in the moment because mm. we wanted to be the ones on the ball scoring that goal. But when I did like finally watch it back um, after the game, I was like, "Wow, that was pretty cool." But I would have loved to be on the other end of that, taking that one for us. But <laughs> It is what it is. Uh, you see, Lockie, I love a long-range strike. Personally, it's my favourite shot because the crowd goes wild and everybody's like, stops for a minute and goes, was that real or were they <laughs> just trying to cross the ball in? Uh, and also, even if it doesn't work out, you're like, I still appreciate, I appreciate the fact that, that that person Absolutely. was trying to wow us. You know, I, I respect that. <laughs> What's been your favourite moment uh, from this uh, MPLW season? Like, a goal that you've seen, actually. Uh, like my favourite goal? Yeah, what's your favourite goal you've seen? Oh, that's a hard one. I'd probably, it was really recent. It was actually in the semi-final. Um, the one that Leah Privatelli scored against Heidelberg in our semi-final. I think it just kind of illustrated our hunger and relentlessness. And when she um, pressed and won the ball off um their defender and scored it just kind of illustrated how hungry we are as a team and it really just shows that um we'll fight to the end and I think yeah that's probably my favorite because I think it shows that we're really hungry and we can just fight Mm. well let's talk a little bit more about that semi-final obviously the the win over Heidelberg is what's gotten you to the, the big dance this coming weekend against Calder and you guys found yourself behind but managed to turn it around once you got the equalizing goal in a matter of moments, really. How, how did you how did you see the game? Um, obviously, like I think we had um, we had an all right start to the game in the first half. I think the first ten minutes we did have a few chances, but I think as the first half progressed, we kind of um, they kind of capitalized and got on top of us and obviously scored. But I think credit to us, um, we didn't drop our heads at any point. There was no point where. Personally, like I never felt that we were going to lose the game. I I knew that we could fight till the end and and really win. And Heidelberg were really great opposition. They've been a really good team all season, so we knew it was going to be hard. But I think we've got lots of young players and experienced players, and I think we all came together and really um, showed that we have belief. And no matter what adversity we face in the game, we can get on top of it. And you guys have sort of got a a similarity to Calder in that sense, not just because of the team unity, but, you know, a lot of the Calder players are also going to be teammates in the A-League Women's with Western United, whereas Mm -hmm. in the case of Boleyn, there's quite a big crossover where there's a few players who are sort of double teammates, you know, plenty of people from Victory and from Boleyn. So it probably helps that you know, you know, that group and you guys want to fight for each other. The other person who's been involved in that, but not in a playing capacity this season has been has been Kayla Morrison. Now we've seen her 
as a sort of assistant coach this season. We've seen her on the bench a lot. What kind of role has uh, she played within within the squad this season, even though she hasn't been out there on the park? Um, Kayla, yeah, she's a she's a crazy personality. I think um, wherever she is, she can just um, kind of lift the team morale up. So I think we're really lucky to have her um, a part of our journey at Bulleen. And, um, yeah, she's always hyping us up, always can keep a level head and um, tell us things that we need to work on. So I think she's been a really important part um, of our team. And, yeah, we're just lucky to have her. Now, uh, when heading into this colder game, I think colder for a lot of people would probably be the favourites just because of the season they've had. But you guys have beaten Heidelberg, who finished second uh, in as the season went on. Does that give you a lot of confidence beating Heidelberg and then going to face Colter being like, we've we've beaten one of the best sides in the league and we can do this? Absolutely. I have um, a lot of respect for Calder. I think they play some great football and they've been outstanding all season. But I do think that um, it's a grand final. Anything can happen. In the A-League, we saw it when um, we beat Sydney FC and people probably expected Sydney to win. So um, it just proves that it's one game and anything can happen. And I do think... Um, beating Heidelberg did give us the confidence we needed. And, um, yeah, I just guess anything could happen. I guess that that feeling is sort of mutual because when we were speaking to Melissa Taranto before, she's like, Boleyn is my favourite team to play in that sort (laughs) of NPLW calendar because you know that the the standard and the quality of football and the approach from both sides is going to be to be high quality and particularly when you guys have been at full strength this year, which is, you know, a challenge you guys have had to manage. You've been in and out of the mm-hmm. side, of course. Uh, the results and the performances against Calder have been really competitive. Obviously, at the start of the year, you guys had that one all draw. Does that give you confidence, you know, not only to have knocked off a team close by in Heidelberg, but to know when this team is at its absolute peak, everyone's available, um, you can take it to this Calder side that has been hard to, to find true challenge this season? Yeah, definitely. I think that um, we have obviously faced a bit of a challenge with players um, um, being injured, going away on international duty and taking offers overseas. So we haven't really had the continuity, but I think we're kind of gelling at the right time. And yeah, it will be a a tough battle against Calder. We know how good they are, but I think um, both teams uh, have quality and I think it will be a really good game of football that I'm excited to play a part in. You spoke about, you know, having the players in and out. How do you guys keep that unity and keep the morale up, especially when players are going, you know, going to different opportunities? How do you stay united as a group and stay, stick with the type of football that's made you really competitive throughout the league? I think it, it comes down to our team culture. I have never been a part of a team so so close we're kind of like a little family off the field and um players that have left um we've had young ones come up and fill the role and like Rosie Rogers and Araha Little they um have really stepped up and played some really good football so I think we have the belief that anyone that steps on the park can do the job um and yeah I think that just stems from our team culture. Has playing alongside some of those younger players adapted how you've approached Look, you're saying younger players no like, i know like, this, but this, this is why i'm asking the question this is why i'm asking the question because we, we know that you know in the nplw you know that the players who come through and play senior football do skew younger so someone that is even your age page can be considered a a senior experienced head but has that sort of 
experience of playing with the, those kind of players who are still young, still fresh to the the scene, adapted how you've been, you know, going about things? Have you had to become more of a leader, more talkative out there on the pitches that had a, you know, market impact on, on the way you go about things? I guess you could say that a little bit. I think last last season for Bulleen, I kind of felt like a more of like a, a younger kind of player. But I think um, as we've brought in more younger girls, I think I've tried to find my voice a bit more um, and tried to become a bit more of a leader. I used to be pretty quiet on the field and I'd like to think that I've um, raised my voice a bit, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I think I think you could say that. Is, is that a hard thing to do as a player? Because obviously the, the A-League, A-League women's is a whole different environment where you're playing with players who just have these uh, incredible CVs and, you know, to, to speak a word to any of them sounds like a, an impossible feat. But even at the MPLW level, you've got so many of those players who are experienced senior heads with victory. Has it been hard for you to sort of develop that that voice, as as you said? Um. I wouldn't say hard. I think the older girls in the team have really taken me under their wing. Like players like TJ, um, Leah Privatelli and Tiff, they've always been so supportive of me and kind of um, have kind of let me grow a lot. Uh, And they always like give me advice. And I don't think that um, I kind of feel like I can't really speak. I feel like um, they've really pushed me to um, find my voice and be the leader in the team. Yeah. Is, and heading into the A-League women's season, is that do you want to apply that more to when you're there at Melbourne Victory and, you know, playing more games and really establishing yourself even more than you already have heading into this season? Yeah, absolutely. I really do want to establish myself a lot more. I think I've been, I've been with this group of girls for a long time. I've been under Jeff for quite a while. So I think I, I'm ready to kind of come out of my shell and play a bigger part in the team this season, definitely. Well, you talk about the strength and the culture of this bullying, bullying dressing room. I want to know how that relates to the sort of pre-match prep in the game. Pakur asked it of Mel Taranto, so I think it's only fair that Absolutely. we extend you the same right. She was, you know, explaining what music she likes to listen to for her sort of pre-match <laughs> preparations. Who's in charge in the bullying dressing room? What, what does it sound like on a bullying match day going into a game? Good question. Um it kind of changes who's on the tunes, but we have a massive speaker, first of all, if that just gives you (laughs) a bit of context. And it's quite like a small dressing room where we are, so Mm. it is pumping in there. And I think one of the issues is that we're all so hyped all the time. Sometimes, like a minute before we get out, we need to bring it down and just, like, concentrate. But um, I think it's a good vibe to have. Everyone's always loud, smiling. Um, There's not much quiet. So, yeah, hopefully that's given you a bit of context, but... I mean, um, I'm, I'm actually impressed that you guys are able to be so democratic with the sharing. Like, usually in, in any I dressing room, it. it's one person. They're the DJ. They're in charge. Here at the station, right. Baku is in charge of the tunes. But you guys are, you know, open to, to suggestions. That's that's Kind of open. Like, I feel yes. like sometimes I'm on the tunes and Tiff Eliadis will steal my phone because she wants to put throwbacks <laughs> on and everyone's cracking at her. That's kind of how it okay, goes. Okay, so it's not, it's not quite as peaceful as, as perhaps I thought then is what you're saying. Yes, yeah, what's absolutely. Your, what's your go-to, like, you know that everyone is going to be, like, point at Paige going, Paige, you just picked an absolute banger. What's that <laughs> oh. song that you you know it's just, it hits? 
Oh, okay. So, like, our bullying kind of banger before we go out is called Got Me Feeling. Okay. It's like a little secret, so um, maybe I shouldn't have shared it, but that's completely fine. We, we, nobody heard it. Nobody knows about it. It's already gone. We'll, I can't we'll, remember. We'll bleep it. We'll bleep it over. It's... Yeah, we'll, we'll bleep it in the in the podcast. It just will be gone. Just that be question gone. out of there. Thank you. Don't I worry. appreciate that. <laughs> but no, see, see, this is my thing. Yeah, I would have to like, I wouldn't share because I couldn't do the whole sharing thing. It's I would have to. It'd have to be like a rotating list of like, this is who's going to play it. This is who's going to play it, and then I would ultimately get the phone myself because I couldn't let anybody mm. else. Absolutely. That's how it goes usually. I think Alani and Chevsky started going around the change room asking for options, but I was honestly like, oh, just give me the phone. Like, Let me cook. Let me, <laughs> cook. Let me Chef's cooking here, guys. Just take a step back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, even even just willingly, you know, letting someone else steal the phone, to hand the phone over to Leah, that, that's a big responsibility too. Oh, I agree. I agree. I've actually... Um, Worked out Alana's passcode, so I just take the phone and start <laughs> playing music. That's it, Paige. That's it. You can't just install the face ID. You, just don't some, even need I'm to worry about it anymore. You, sometimes you can't let some people have the phone. You've just got to. You've just got to take the authority and be like, I well, know actually, what's that, that's a good. That's a good point. Is there someone who has such a bad taste in music that they can't be trusted with with the phone? They're not um, allowed. I would say Tiff Eliadis. <laughs> she can play one good song, but then it's over from there. It's like a one role and that one too one, rangy, two, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, because everyone's so young, so the music she plays, it just doesn't, it doesn't bring the vibes up because we're just too young for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, Colder have the Colder have the same problem yes. where it's like Mark Dorcaso <laughs> and Alex Sinclair that they have all these songs that they both share that they really enjoy together, and everyone else, the rest of the dressing is like, nah, can't be, can't be dealing with this, can't be. So I mean, really, there'll be a massive battle on the pitch. The other battle off the pitch will be. Who's Who has the, the superior team. dressing room vibes? That That's fascinating to keep track of as well, I think. Yeah, I actually, I would love to know if anyone wants to go have a peep yeah. at both our change rooms and let me know. Just cup oh, a hand no, to the dressing room or what a cold are up to. I want, I, I, this is what I feel like we should incorporate into MPLW next season or even the A-League women's. We need the massive speaker of the person at the front carrying a massive speaker playing Whichever, I mean, the even team what songs. speaker does each team have? Yeah, I mean, I'm exactly. imagining like a massive Yui boom, but yeah, I'm not sure if that's how it works. Bigger than that. Yeah. We think bigger. We than have that. the the wheelie one. Like uh, it's, yeah. it's it's quite big. Okay, that's yeah. heavy duty. No, that's... heavy duty. And they should come out with it, playing their collective music, and then whichever one the crowd likes better, we shut the other team's music off. That's Are you what... suggesting a dance battle? Because I would be all for that. Maybe <laughs> a halftime competition. We get, got that's, a dance the, battle. that's the real NPLW grand final. Is who is the superior troop of dancers? That you're asking the right questions. Well, Bullane would take that out definitely. I'm, I'm ha- look. If you want to at halftime, more than welcome to yeah. test out that theory. Uh, we, we can no worries. We can run that past the right people. But as for the actual football, we know that Calder are a difficult assignment. But as we've said, when you guys are at your absolute best, this Bullane team are capable of beating Calder on, on any given day if you're at full strength. What are you expecting at uh, at Olympic Village this Sunday? And, and what would it mean given this sort of reign of Calder control, obviously Calder getting the win over Bullying in the 2019 grand final? What would it mean to, to, to overcome them and, and to take this grand final off them? Oh, it would, it would mean absolutely everything. I've actually never played in an MPL grand final before being at NTC for so many years where we haven't been able to play finals. So something like this kind of experience will be new to me, but I definitely think that you can expect um, a really hardworking bullying team that will fight till the end. And 
you know, to be able to lift that trophy at the end will be um, a great feeling. So, yeah, we're all buzzing. Well, I look forward. Lockie, you're going to be at the grand final? I will. I'll be at the grand final. Paige is definitely be at the grand final. <laughs> we're excited to see. That would be a shock That'd if she shocking. wasn't. That would be very alarming. <laughs> like, what's going on? Where's the dance battle that we were promised? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Paige, thank you for joining us and good luck on the weekend. And hopefully you guys can uh, take out the win and Put on some great music. I feel like you guys should walk out. A great performance, great hopefully, performance, as well. Exactly. We should stress. Come on, please. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> good luck, and uh, thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you, and thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.